Where do you go when you need career guidance? Maybe the right book or video or article can help. But what about when your questions are more specific? What about when you're in a really unique situation and you just can't figure out the next step or the right direction for you? Well, maybe it's time to find a mentor. But before you go cold emailing all the top thinkers in your industry, you might need to check some of your assumptions about mentorship, which is where Dr. Ruth Gotian can help. Ruth is a global leadership expert, author, educator, and mentoring master. While Ruth is well-versed in the cold reach out, she doesn't approach it exactly how you might expect. So how does Ruth approach her very first reach out email to a potential new mentor? My name is Dr. Amantha Imma. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favorite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favorite tip from that interview. In today's show, I speak with Ruth Gotian about getting better at finding and utilizing mentors. There have been a couple of occasions in my career where I have been matched with a mentor and you're absolutely right. The relationship did not work. And I think about the people that I go to now for super wise counsel and and they are absolutely what you described. They're relationships that have evolved. So then when you're going into a chat or a coffee or a meeting with one of your mentors, how are you preparing for that? I really have a goal, and this is really what I try to tell people. You can have plenty of coffee chats, but they have to there has to be a goal of the conversation. Is there something that you want to learn? If it's someone who you, you're meeting with them, not as a catch-up, but you're meeting with them for a mentoring discussion. And I always tell people, you never call the person a mentor. You never ask somebody to be your mentor because that is asking them to take on another job or another obligation. Instead, you want to ask them for their perspective on something. Can I get your thoughts on something? Can I hear what you have to say about something? I really want to tap into your experience because I'm kind of stuck and I was wondering what what you think I should consider as my next step. That's a whole lot better than help me with the next stage of my career. How do I even begin with that? So you have to come ready to that conversation. How do you approach a cold reach out? And I'm not sure if I'm assuming that you do cold reach outs and you must have for the process of writing your book. So what's, what's your strategy there perhaps when you're looking to get some advice from someone that you don't know and particularly like when let's say when you're you know punching above your weight if that makes sense (laughs) which is every day for me um I mean I study extreme high achievers so every day I'm reaching out to people who are way above my intellect and my achievement Uh, most of the people in the book the success factor and they are very much household names from every industry from science to sports um, to business. And usually I have a connection with somebody who knows them. 
And I would ask them for those introductions because those are people who know, like, and trust me and they can vouch for me. But for those cold, those cold outreaches that I have, I never ask them for anything ever. I try to offer something before I ever ask for anything because why should they give me anything? Even their time, which is their most precious resource, they don't even know me. I have to really prove my worth. That is the most important. And when you prove your worth to somebody, they want to help you. That's why half of the Nobel Prize winners were actually mentored by other Nobel Prize winners. Somebody saw their worth. Can you give some examples of what you have given to initially build that trust? Mm. One Nobel Prize winner who uh, launched his own book, brilliant scientist. I mean, brilliant. I mean, he won the Nobel. He doesn't know the first thing about marketing a book. Not the first thing. He was only reaching out within his network. He didn't even consider doing anything on social media, didn't even know about doing podcasts. And we started talking about that quite a bit. And I said, you know, if you really want to expand your reach, you should consider social media and podcasts and so on. And so he's like, well, how do I even get to those people. And that's when I was able to offer those introductions, little old me, to a Nobel Prize winner. Now we're in regular communication about it because now I can make that introduction. And afterwards, I could say, how did it go? What did you think? What was the toughest question? What were you prepared for? What were you not? Now we have a whole discussion going. Wow. So there's so many ways that you can offer something. I love that example. I'd love to know a couple of other examples, uh, I, even just for, for my own selfish reasons to steal. <laughs> so um, I have reached out to um, different people who wrote articles on topics that I was fascinated about. And um, I really wanted to learn more and get inside their head. And I would really reach out to them and I would say, I love the article that you wrote about such and such. It reminded me about the article I read by so-and-so. Here's the link. I do quite a bit of work on this. Hope you enjoy the article. And now we start to engage a few more times. Not enough that I'm stalking them, but enough that I am now on their radar. And now all of a sudden, we can have these regular communications. I mean, look at the two of us. <laughs> yes. What was our conversation? We, we looked for a common thread. And you always want to find that common thread with people, whatever it is. I once spoke to someone. I had a Zoom meeting with someone. And I saw in the back of his um, of the room there that he was zooming in from all of these trophies. Now, I recognize what these trophies were because I sat for endless hours on cold metal chairs in a karate dojo as my kids were earning their black belts. And I knew that these three-foot trophies could only be for martial arts. So I said to him, I said, what kind of martial arts do you do? Because I knew. I knew that's what they were. And he said, how did you know? So I said, I sat on those cold, hard metal chairs for hours and hours. And then we started getting into what style of karate do you do? And we got into this whole discussion. You want to find that common thread. The two of us actually met in the green room 
of the Thinkers 50 Awards Gala, right? We have yet to meet in person. It would have been so much fun if we could actually meet in London, but we met on a Zoom green room. And that's when we were able to connect. That was our common thread. So I think everyone needs to be able to find that common thread. And it could be anything. I talked to somebody, to an Olympian. Our common thread was her blue glasses, which happened to be my favorite color. And she was actually, this is an Olympian. She was actually facing a challenge with a difficult conversation that she needed to have with her boss. And we actually talked through how to be able to have that conversation. This was something that as an outsider, it seemed very obvious to me, but she was so deep in it, she couldn't see it. She could get to the Olympics, but she couldn't have this difficult conversation. But yet we bonded over the color blue. So you always look for that common thread. It's not so difficult. You just have to try. I hope you enjoyed this excerpt from my chat with Ruth and maybe you're now thinking differently about how you might approach the next person that will be a mentor in your life. If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound so much better than it would have otherwise. See you next time.